0: Are they spying on us?
1: Is technology a bad thing?
0: Can you guess it? Welcome to the TVA show.
1: Mm-hmm welcome
2: everybody as we are approaching closer and closer to christmas
1: yeah
2: we're here to give you some nice
0: like mariah carey we have come out of the ashes to make money on christmas
1: (laughs) you know
0: you know I saw this meme where they're like uh, it basically showed I don't know if you've seen Universal Soldier but there's a scene where they come out you know and like it's like steam flowing all over like all over them and stuff you know mm. Universal soldiers coming out you know it's basically if you don't know Universal Soldier it's basically a bionic yeah yeah um, an android yes. basically soldier it's a pretty cool movie actually and then it's just Mariah Carey just coming out for Christmas to, to, <laughs> to get her bag you know? <laughs> to get another make another Christmas banger <laughs> No, no, it's not even me, it's one banger <laughs> that she's been using for the last 10 years <laughs> <laughs> It's absolutely, You'll hear it uh, everywhere, don't worry about it, yes, you've probably yes. heard
2: it I think I even know which one you're talking about But yep. well, welcome to our Christmas show Yeah You know, on the week of Christmas Yeah Hope I got my days right
0: yeah, we could be wrong
2: I could be wrong you know? Yeah,
0: but you know Christmas in Africa is different
2: Yeah, it's, it's a whole month Yeah It's like, it like, remember the time when the World Cup came to South Africa? Oh, it was the best time ever You know, ever. the World Cup only st- The year only started when the World Cup started Yeah <sighs> That was our 2010
0: Oh, it was the most beautiful thing ever I'll never forget World Cup fever You know, oh, awesome. I still remember being a kid and like going to like the streets and like using like chalk to like draw like flags So cool, man So cool
2: yeah, uh, my, my, my school made us all pick a country. We were, I think, what one of the Koreas. I so mean, one South. of
0: the I don't think there are the other Koreas in the World Cup. No,
2: they have a football team. North Korea is a football team. No was North Korea North is Korea, the actual football we team. We can bet on this. No bet on this. North, Korea. 50
0: bucks, North Korea was not at the World
2: no, Cup. No, no, I'm not saying they're at the World Cup. I'm saying they have a football team. I just don't know if they were in 2010.
0: No, they were not at any World Cup. They shouldn't. Um, I mean, uh, they wouldn't <laughs> be. What they were at the 2010 World Cup?
2: They were at the 2010 World Cup. North I th- Korea. Yeah, how does this even work? Yeah, t- I think we were either them or South Korea. Shame, because <laughs> <laughs> you know every like, every class picked a. Yeah, I still remember. Every class class picked a, like a team. We got like I North Korea. got some,
0: I think we got Nigeria, and that's the the reason I still to this day know the the national anthem of Nigeria.
2: Oh, damn. I feel like challenging you live, but never mind. Nope, let's go not to a sponsor. Let's go to actual singing. Nigeria is not a sponsor. <laughs> Nigeria <laughs> is not sponsoring us. <laughs> they will just get oil power. Yeah, <laughs> good land. Good land. Yes. Sponsored. Land. <laughs> yeah. We have to put adverts everywhere though. That's yeah, that's the only catch.
0: It's okay, it's okay.
2: Let's go to actual proper singing.
0: There how do you even true. do an ad for? Na- I'm I'm sorry, I'm going on a rant, but how do you go do it? like? Imagine now we're doing an ad for Nigeria. Visit Nigeria.
2: <laughs> Did you know?
0: Did you know? Nigerian. It's the second largest economy in <laughs> Africa.
2: Actually, no, no. wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. Give me a second. Just give me one second.
0: Okay, okay, okay. So uh, while he's 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 doing his thing, so it goes like our oh, rise, our oh,
2: creation.
0: Come on, man. You're still okay, not okay. Finding. There we go. Thank, <laughs> thank the Lord.
2: So now, now. Imagine if Nigeria sponsors us, cause it's cause it's, you know I mean? that 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 nice spirit, you know. Yeah. Now, I'm like try to Nigerian Edward. Yeah, Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Did you know that they have over 500 indigenous languages spoken throughout the country? Wait, what? Exactly. Uh, how do they understand each other? It is home to the richest African men. Wow, what than, a man! They have more than 250. Ethnical groups 250 and have one of the biggest oil exports in the in in, in the continent that oil money nigeria visit them
0: now open this december
2: (laughs) thumbs up this is tba approved (laughs) TBA
0: approved
2: with that let's go into the music let's go let's listen to some tracks before we speak more nonsense (laughs) It's Philip from the Table of Perspective, and I just wanted to wish you a very Merry Christmas. I hope that it's a great time of giving thanks and that you have a really enjoyable restful holiday.
1: Ho, 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 ho. Merry
2: Christmas. We are back. I hope you enjoyed that tune. But we're about to jump into the gig culture. I keep feeling like calling it the giga culture.
0: No, no, I don't think people know of the the giga culture.
2: But DJ Simp, take it over. Tell us what the gig culture is.
0: So, I'm going to be very, you know... Or the gig economy. The gig economy is basically a labor market made up of uh, short-term jobs, contracted or freelance work. So, it's basically... The term gig in the gig economy comes from the fact that, you know, artists would have an event that's called a gig. They get paid once off for that one particular job they've done. So it originates from that idea. It's the same idea, but for other things. So think Airbnb, think Fiverr, think Upwork, think Freelancer. These platforms that basically gave people the option to do simple tasks, from from simple tasks to very delicate or intricate work so things like your development things like artwork things like even things like (laughs) i've seen kids you know put up their assignments and research work on there yeah um even uber uber falls under the gig economy and, and lyft so it's basically what what happened was it gave people the option to not have a full-time job but still be able to make an income. Yeah. So your Ubers where you could sign up for. And I think that's what's interesting about these companies where I think specifically your Airbnb and your Uber. These Ubers are car ride company yeah. that doesn't own cars. It's crazy. Like Airbnb are basically a property management and rental a company and with no properties no and they gave people the option to basically for like example uber to drive a vehicle pick people up and get paid for that and make careers of that yeah. and even create businesses out of that it's also interesting what you see in gig economy a lot of the times it's always a singular thing something someone wants so you want me to design this website for you and from that small well, not small thing a, a whole business, a side branch of that can be created where now it's you who has the skill, who knows other people have the skill, you have them under you and you get this work for them, you yeah. put them to work for this and you create a business out of that. So it's something interesting. interesting. I was actually me.
2: approached once whereby there was a guy who, when his job basically was he got like contracts and what he would do then, he would find developers yeah, who yeah, like to was- freelance and stuff and then he would pay them to do the work
0: I've, I've 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 dabbled in a little bit of that <laughs> uh, me and my brother my brother's into development also yeah. and
2: we've, we've, we've no we've,
0: not, we've dabbled
2: making in that. it sound like it's illegal you know like yeah you know, i know but like you know it's, it's weird because now i don't think i've hiring. told you before no you actually haven't it's my first time <laughs> on this show hearing about this you know? yeah yeah i
0: was like yeah we've dabbled in that so yeah so you're now saying. from an
2: employee's point of view an employer's point of view I was reading some pros and cons there you know some obviously some pros is that it's less expensive than having a full time employee mm-hmm. you know obviously there's now less things like you don't have to worry about their health you know you don't have to worry about their uh, yeah who their, cares about employee health <laughs> no as in you know paying for things like like like, like you know. what pension who cares about <laughs> the pension of you know I, I'm <laughs> going to I'm going to speak like a ruthless employer right now okay okay you know so you're obviously, you know, over and above salary, there's still things that they, like employers, especially in some parts of the country where it, some parts of the world, sorry, where it is compulsory to pay for things like um, life insurance, um, pension. Well, every most places pension and other things like that, you know. So, you know, when you go for, for these freelancers, you see it in a form of, all I have to do is like, I can, I go so for like myself who's, who's, who's deviled in mm-hmm. you know some of this freelance stuff. You know, you, you straight up you just come, okay, this is my rate, this is the amount of time I am going, you, you can use me, right? This is my available time. Uh, this is how much I pay for the time. You pay for the time. Yep. The guy's like, okay, cool, no, okay, I'll only need you two hours a day, not more, not less. And then it's that thing of, if you ever need to go more, right? Well, it's just I'm paying him probably an extra two hundred, three hundred, or one thousand rand. Yeah. You know, and I am basically there's that fixed amount. I know I'm he's, I'm going to he's going to pay. Yeah,
0: it's a next level consultant, basically.
2: Yeah, you know, and it's that that type of a thing. Now again, ruthlessness. You know, it's it saves on education, especially like here in South Africa where we have the Skill Act. <laughs> you know, where I feel like what's <laughs> next? It saves on employee well-being, <laughs> saves on employee safety. You you might not like the one the next one after actually. Yeah so so it it pay, it saves on 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 uh, like literally this article is very it's from a ruthless ceo probably you know someone yeah. was tired of paying for your pension yeah yeah
0: yeah <laughs> skills development wise yes.
2: so basically we have like, here in south africa we have the skill development act where you have to scale up your employees you know and now you pay for these skills mm-hmm. you know i i think the company uh the it company i, I work for what's nice is we have certifications basically yeah. and the company pays for it so basically i'm certified in, in some areas Right, Not a sponsor, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna speak about my certifications because I'm not sponsoring this show. You know? I thought you'd say the company's
0: not a sponsor. Why would no, no, certification definitely be a sponsor? A sponsor. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm not sponsoring sponsored the by show. Google. <laughs> sponsored by Amazon. They're the people who, who certified me. <laughs> you know, that's funny. Yeah. Both
1: of
2: them are actually the things I'm certified in it's a Google Go and an Amazon.
0: It's almost as if we're not friends in real life. Why why do you We're not friends in real life?
2: What do you think I don't know you you (laughs) don't know your real name, I'm joking. So basically (laughs) So basically, um, so you know you don't have to worry about whether this how uh, these people's skills. Thirdly, around the clock service let so I said, it gets worse. <laughs> so you don't have to worry about work time. And, and overtime. You know, overtime. You don't you worry know, you about pay the retail, You pay them that same rate. If they go overtime because they were not able to deliver what they agreed upon, you know, it's not up to you. Or they told you they're going to deliver this in this amount of work. And if they weren't, they can't claim overtime. And now the, the cons is legal challenges. Now, obviously, there becomes a lot of legal work in terms of, you know, company finances that can come out from this type of work. You know, that becomes a huge problem.
0: And just general HR, I think. Yeah. You know, that falls into that aspect of legal. That, there is no HR for that. Yes. It's gig work. But yeah.
2: And then another one will be the, the they're always looking for the next job. So their priority would be always be the highest payer. So your work and the quality of your work will always determine on is there somebody paying better than you? Not, it's not even entirely how well you're paying. It's just basically if there's somebody paying better than you. Yeah. You know, you could have once been their most paying client and then midway through your project, they get another client that just pays more. And then him and his friends now decide to prioritize that and give more quality work to that than to you.
0: And you know what's crazy? The other side of that equation is the fact that It's become so ruthless in the whole gig economy that it's always you have to lower your price to the extent where people are not even making a profit. It's basically become exploitation. Yeah. And that draws into my big point against, not really a point against the gig economy, but what you observe um, in the whole gig economy becomes a lot of the pros for employers are very big detriments to the the the, the labor market these are things that we have the 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 labor regulations for that reason yeah to like kind of stop or or quell these 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 things would that would be positives for employers but all in all would 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 not help the employee so things like you know they're not being really overtime because you set that rate. If you need more time, they pay you at that same rate, yeah. which is not fair. Yes. Things like you don't have pension um, funds, you don't have retirement funds, you don't really—it's not really secure in that aspect. They don't really help you with medical aid and, and all of that. And I think that's what—that's the biggest thing for me. So yeah. you see, you see companies a lot abuse the fact that it's so easy to get basically gig workers to do something and abuse at them price. at a low price yeah. where they don't even need employees where people just become um um I forgot what the term is but basically disposable yes yeah. they become disposable to them so you see that in companies like Uber also where you've heard the contro controversies around Uber where they're not paying their drivers enough i think in the in the last year two, three years, they had to increase their rates yeah. on Uber because the drivers were complaining. It would be crazy hours having to deal with this and still struggling to just make the same amount you'd work in a full-time job. Yeah. And it's requiring more time because yeah. that's what's interesting about the gig economy. It started off as, an, as a way to make a quick buck, an yeah. extra. <laughs> a quick buck would be in reference to our other show.
2: Yeah, we had, always yeah.
0: speaking the- about this, but it, it was a way to make an extra buck, a quick buck after work, or because yeah. of the skill sets that you have, you can do it in your free time. But then it became so lucrative that it became a full time job. Yeah. But because it became a full time job without the um, how do I put it? The ring fencing that comes with regulations. Yeah. That comes with like labor, labor laws law. and all of that.
1: Yeah.
0: It became ex- exploitive. So it's basically the same the same board as child labor. Yeah. Because now these Uber drivers would be working twelve, fourteen, sixteen hour days, earning less, but working so hard. It's it's interesting,
2: yeah. Like uh, even on that, and
0: and another thing. Sorry yeah. to interrupt you about Uber. Another uh, controversy they had was that um, because Uber didn't really, the drivers weren't really seen as employees, and that's something they were fighting for. Yeah, because they realized we, we need we need these things: medical aid, we need pension, we need some sort of covering from our employer. Yeah, because it would also be hard to put that on your resume. You can't put Uber driver on your resume yeah. because technically you're never an employee. From you just Uber. work a contractor with Uber. But you can't also say, I did a job. What was it? Driving Uber. <laughs> so, <sorry. laughs> yeah, you're saying.
2: Another interesting thing on just what you said about the whole labor law and stuff. So basically what was happening was um, a lot of these guys would, would work and like literally a whole day. You know, I remember a guy was telling me that he knew a driver that got into an accident because basically in the morning he was so tired because he started the previous morning and he drew, was just driving throughout the day. And I, I remember... Um,
0: yeah, that's 24 hours, damn.
2: And and I remember the reason he was telling me about this is like, because you was trying to tell me how much the company actually doesn't care, you know. And he was like, so there was this thing they did now where they added a cap to how much time you can drive. I think it's a 12-hour tw- cap Yeah, to 12 hours and, yeah. and then it disconnects and you. And it disconnects you, right? And basically what was happening was that the, basically how it came across to them, right? So obviously the public, it came across as in, you know, with King about our drivers in yeah, their house. But it was like to them, how it, how it was put across was that you are risking their business because now you're making driving uncomfortable for people. Mm. You know, now when they want to get their morning trips and their late trips, you know, it's not uncomfortable because you're overworked. And, you know, it was like, you were trying to just show me how much of a disconnect there is between um, Bolt and Uber and the actual drivers and yeah that is the concern from the gigaculture. Obviously the positive, especially for and this is how I would see it and I would, how I would do approach it is basically it being a side hustle, staying as a side job. You know never really taking majority of my time,
1: yeah.
2: and yes it's just there to make a quick buck. But something interesting I saw is that there actually are sectors to this thing, right? So there's the assets sh- uh, sharing service sector, which is basically peer, peer-to-peering um, sharing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, uh, this This is where things like Turbo, HomeAway, and Airbnb fall under, whereby it's now an, uh, uh, these are now services that allow you to give me something and I give you money in return. So like yeah. Airbnb whereby, you know, I, ca- I want to, they connect you, who wants to rent your house to me, who wants to have a place to sleep, yeah. without all the you know necessary paperwork that go in between you know
0: yeah yeah you know speaking of the companies you mentioned the turbo is a really interesting um company for me because it's yeah. so disruptive in the whole rental car space like yeah. if you look at that market it's been dominated by the same three or so companies yeah. and here comes this startup that's basically like hey you want to share your car yeah drop it off at this location <laughs> yeah someone else come pick it up will pay you and it was like so cool to me but yeah sorry you were saying about the sector that's actually
2: quite cool then the second one is the transportation based sector right so now these are this is the digital platforms that require freelance drivers right to complete required transport services right these are in its subsector can equal to ride sharing car pooling at restaurant delivery as well as goods services well-known companies of them is DoorDash and Uber, blah, blah, car. and that's not such a weird name for blah BlaBlaCar.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to order a BlaBlaCar. You know?
2: <laughs> and then, uh, Karim. 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 Oh. <laughs> the other one is Professional Services. So now, this is where things like uh, Upwork comes, Freelancer... Guru and uh, yeah, these, these type of companies, and these are basically digital platforms that connect freelancers directly with businesses and to, to complete projects and now the fourth one I mean is now homemade goods and households. these where things like easy com and Airtaker come in
1: mm-hmm.
2: you know and something interesting, just some stats you know because what's a good VR, what's a good VR show? So what's a VR I said it twice what's a good TBA show without stats
0: first it was Man United know this
2: <laughs> I don't know what's going on it's, it's Christmas time you know yeah it's Mariah Carey so the time. gig the Mariah Carey time <laughs> I'm never losing that <laughs> <laughs> so are the gig economy size right so basically in 2021 alone right it's been estimated that the global gig economy is worth 347 billion dollars sure and 59% of it is design and normal IT work. And then it says here in in US, 44% of gig work are considered freelance to be their primary source of income, with 60% of workers engaged in freelance activity at least weekly. It's quite crazy how freelance is now gone from people's secondary, like you know, to their primary.
1: Yeah.
2: So the gig economy growth, the, the global gig economy is expected to grow are from $204 billion in 2018 to about $455 billion in 2023.
0: Those are insane numbers.
2: That's a compound annual growth rate of 17%. Yeah. That is quite crazy. Yep. Giga Worker Finances, worldwide average hourly rate charged by freelancers is $21. The contrast is quite crazy though. Mm Mm-hmm. In the U.S., the number of high-earned freelancers reportedly income over $100,000. Keeps growing year over year and is currently st- uh, stands in 3 million uh, people. So 20% of the gig economy workforce yep. get about hundred um, $100,000. Which is crazy
0: numbers. I think huh? from this, I guess we can see what... What captivates me about this is it gives people a platform to kind of stray away from the normal, the usual work culture, which I think is kind of slowly dying in the way that we're seeing it now. I think what what the gig economy showed us, especially before even things like the pandemic happened, was that remote work is actually a possibility, something that can be quite lucrative also so yeah. when things like the pandemic happened and people lost their jobs they had to i had to work remotely first firstly firstly on that would be losing their jobs it, it gave them another avenue another platform to make yeah. money if you're skilled you could still make some money and still provide for your fa- for your family and yeah. i think that's what's cool it's just that like any new upcoming industry it will always be a question of when is it when when does it become a thing of it's very lucrative for the businesses and the people benefiting from this but now the people are suffered, suffering because of a lack of regulation because yeah. of a lack of you know oversight over that industry yeah so yeah
2: no i think it comes down to just needs one big case you know one huge case to come out and the regulations are going to start coming out you know but what? also,
0: is this an industry that we really do want to be regulated? From, there has from to p-
2: be some form of regulations with all things. And right now, people don't see the, nece- the necessity of it. But they don't when it comes to corporation and the, the level of corporate greed that exists in this world, you know, um, sadly, it will come down to, the, to that, that part. Like, years ago, we wouldn't think there would be this much issue with data. Hence why we were so easily, we easily gave it away. Yeah. You know, if if a company now has to start where they mine data the same way Facebook and Google mine data, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't blow up,
1: hmm.
2: it wouldn't be as big, because of the awareness that's there. You know, I think I, I I actually I I will say this. I predict. You you already saw it happening with Uber in I think it was it Switzerland where they were forced to give them some sort of um, status as an employee and they were yeah. supposed to then give him, I think, was it health insurance or something like that?
0: Yeah. 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 I think that in that aspect is necessary. And but you see, great, that's regulation. No, but look, I'm not saying they shouldn't be, but it's always that thing of a uh, hope. So it's about how much. The, yes. It's the, like, it's like
2: also, I uh, like the, 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 the IT industry, you know, we don't want our data to be sold but at the same time, we don't want over-censorship on stuff, you yeah, know?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. We, 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 we need, gonna be a you know, so there's the gray
2: area where it happens. And again, it's, sadly, it's all going to come down to big corporations and how they need the service.
0: You know what I love about this gig economy? Hmm. This leads to startups.
2: Yeah. This to, is basic. For, for those who don't understand, there was a show we did in November called The Startup. Uh, go listen to that. And yeah, you know, it does lead to startups because... Like businesses are now formed around this thing, you know. Yeah. Like what we spoke, what I think I spoke about earlier with the person who'd get the contract. Now he's a business. He's yeah. an actual business, a signed and registered business. And all he does for employees is just get contracts. Contracts. Yeah. And you'd actually find out he would probably pay you like three, four thousand um, grand a month. Yeah. But he has a contract of a hundred, two hundred thousand. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's how a lot of it is. And the amount of money he keeps, and he's not, he's not writing a single line of code. It's quite crazy. And just to end off, just to end off, um, uh, last few bits of stats. The most sector of giga economy that makes money is the transport-based services. Yeah. So obviously, that's because of things like Uber, Lefty, and Bolt and stuff. Followed by um, asset-sharing services, which are obviously things like… Um, your Airbnbs. Airbnbs and stuff. Followed by homemade goods and household music services. Right, followed by the least one is professional services. You'd actually think that would be the one making a lot, of, a lot of money. Yeah. But what you also see in contrast to that is that primary field of, of freelancing comes to web developers and graphic designers. So I think in the next few years you'll see that overtaking a lot of it because companies would now go to more of these freelancers than normal employees. Yeah, to do I think, tasks.
0: I think those um, I feel like these stats should already give people even people who are early on in their careers, um, a view of how the landscape is going to change and how they can just pivot. Yeah. you Use the very skills that you have and kind of coagulate, you know. That's a, yeah. that's a word that we don't use all the time. Use this with things like design and web development, development, um, to create businesses that yeah. are kind of future thinking. I think that'll be interesting to yeah. see. Yeah,
2: Yeah, but now, you know, talking about future we will see you guys in another show Merry Christmas time yeah. Merry Christmas to all
0: and a happy Boxing
1: Day
0: <laughs> I don't even know when the Boxing
2: Day is I think it's this, 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 the, 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 this coming weekend all I know there's wait there's
0: Boxing there. Day is in, is in December I don't know I was just Boxing saying stuff Boxing
2: Day tough. is in December uh, yes 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 as our producer nods his head at me yeah. making sure that I don't say something stupid thanks thanks, man. and a
0: happy thanks. New Year
2: to all of you guys out there from us here at the TBA show yeah. Enjoy.
0: been better.